Okay, <clears throat> welcome back to Why Are People Listening to This? Justin. Sir. It's a very special time of year. It's Eurovision time. It's Eurovision Recap 2023. Yeah. Cha, Justin. Yeah? For our audience. Hello. I think that it's important that we revisit what in the hell is Eurovision. You are our Eurovision expert. Go. Okay, so Eurovision is an enormously popular uh, dance uh, and singing event that happens every year. Every uh, country that participates, there are a number of countries, not just from Europe, but from across the world, including Australia and Israel. They will send one act to the semifinals and the finals, uh, and then the those are both broadcast live to the world. There's like 300 million people watching, uh, and the public gets to vote on their favorite act, and there's also a jury of experts that gets to vote on their favorite act, you combine all those votes and you find out who wins, and then the winning act and the winning country hosts it the next year. So there will be uh, live singing and uh, dancing acts. It's uh, quite spectacular, and it is enormously popular. There are hundreds of millions of people watching this from around the globe, even though, strangely enough, it's not particularly well-known here in North America. But uh, it is very popular. Think, like, the Super Bowl. It is it is that sort of it is the Super Bowl it is WrestleMania it is all, you know like this sort of like once in a year sort of event where everybody gets excited for it and we have uh well been a fan of you've been a fan of Eurovision for because you introduced me to it yeah, yeah and every year you host a Eurovision party and invite lots of friends to your home people and, and intentionally mm-hmm. just like last year when I went to the Eurovision party last year with my partner Natasha had no idea what in the hell Eurovision was and I said I'm not telling you anything about it other than it's a song contest and just come and you'll figure it out and it was incredibly bizarre because the how passionate people get about it very yes people are very passionate while the songs are playing and then during the voting process which takes two full hours in the final yeah. Like, it is intense. People are very upset and angry and yelling at the screen and cheering. Oh, yes. Well, we had the semifinals uh, last week. I came uh, because I was busy and I was away. I only was able to go to the semifinal event on Tuesday of this year, and we were there. And it was a good semifinal. Like, it was all yeah, the good, good acts. acts. And I can remember your niece, who's uh, from the Netherlands, yep. right? You know, yep. she she grew up there, and uh, they, they live here now, but uh, was... She was very much for Norway. Yes. And as and only 15 of the 20 acts in the semifinals go and it's ticking down and it's ticking down to the last spot and it's between and it's only one spot left and Norway still hasn't made it. And she was just like if Norway doesn't make it, I am going to cry. Now she's a teenage teenager so, it's so easy i mean for her. anything is sent any young teenage woman off but she was I, legitimately you know, upset. but she was legitimately concerned and then norway got in and she started dancing around the room and i was just like as long you know as you know like i was like latvia was snubbed yeah. <laughs> you know but i didn't uh, i didn't get uh, latvia was snubbed i maintain they, that yeah i can't even remember we'll get I into mean. that yeah so so yeah people are very very passionate about it yes super super yeah, into and it. a lot of people hate it but there's a lot of huge crazy fans um, and it is a big deal. Like our our party is, people are very excited. And the yeah. best part is when new people come and, and as our friend Alistair was saying, like you have to experience it to understand it. We yes. can't tell you about it. You have to be at a party. Yeah. You have to. You have. Yeah. You can't. Well, I I can imagine a lot of people probably watch it who are 
European who maybe are living in the United States or Canada and they want a little bit of taste of Europe home culture and they're new here that they're going to watch Eurovision on their own because they don't know who to watch. But I I've, I've, who watch it with. I know now that like a lot of bars and pubs and like like British pubs or, or French bistros or cafes or Italian restaurants or Italian themed bars will like have a Eurovision night where where yeah. it is. They broadcast it, right? Yeah. And they pack, fills the place, and everybody goes, you know, batshit crazy for it. Yep. Um, uh, but for me, I think that it's uh, you watching it on your ho- on your own isn't it, it as doesn't fun. have much value. It, it it's like, like compared to getting together with friends. Absolutely right. Uh, it's it's that kind of event. Like imagine sitting at home watching Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals all by yourself. Yeah. Like or on you, your phone or in the closet. Oh, that would be – oh, my God. You're it, at a gate waiting for your flight and you're watching your yeah, not by the yourself. Yeah, not the same. You jump up because Croatia just kicked ass and, yeah. and everybody's like, what the hell is wrong with this? You look, people look at you like a crazy person. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Big deal. It is a big deal. It is a huge deal. And, uh, and yes, we. I saw all of the semifinal acts and the finals. Uh, Jake saw some of the semifinals and then yep. has been researching the rest on his own time because he wasn't available for the final. No. Mother's uh, Day weekend. Mother's Day weekend. Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day related to all the mothers. Yes, same. So. <clears throat> Where do we start? Well, I think that <laughs> we'll talk about okay. the three, the, the top three placements okay the, the 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 voting third second first and then i think it would be nice to talk about uh, maybe your favorite act that was snubbed or did not place very high or just an important act or to just mention. something that you quite liked okay so, so do we start with number one we'll start with number three number oh exciting yeah, we'll go backwards we'll do it you know like first runner up runner so up. number three was unicorn from uh, an israeli act yeah noah Kirel. Yeah. So uh, an important distinction, because, I mean, you're probably listeners might be who are not familiar and even got our explanation. They're like, hey, Israel is not, not in part Europe. of Europe. Yeah. So the or or neither is Australia. No. So and, it used uh, to be a, a broadcast, a television broadcast network. That's right. And so it sent it out to certain countries, most of that's which right. were in Europe. But Israel w- was getting starting the, to get, get the yeah, same they were company able to get it. Yeah. yeah. So it was members of people, countries that were viewing it on this network. On the network. And then it just started expanding around. Yeah. Uh, and then when the Soviet Union fell, like all those countries got then like, it, and, and for those curious, just like everything else, Russia has been banned from competing in the competition. Yes. Russia has uh, been banned. Uh, uh, for... and, uh, and rightfully so. Uh, and, uh, and the other important distinction is that the, the, the previous winner hosts, yeah. obviously, the Ukraine's not able to safely host a massive production like this. So the runners up from that year, the United Kingdom hosted this year. That's right. For on the behalf of the Ukrainians. That's right. So that's that was very gracious of them and and uh they did a wonderful job. They hosted in Liverpool, mm-hmm. which is which is would cool. be my first choice of a English I, city. It was the to Beatles connection, in. I'm sure. But, <laughs> but yeah, and they had a Ukrainian host as well as an English one. That's right, so. yeah. And then Graham Norton hosted and Graham Norton. who is the famous uh late night uh, host television host and a delight he is always hilarious yeah, yeah he's great so so israel israel won uh uh not didn't win so they, they got came third in place. third yeah i thought i i knew israel would do well in the public vote which is what happened i believe uh because it's a young beautiful 
uh, dancey lady. That's right. This uh, is a kind of act, which sometimes will win Eurovision, yeah. which is a, a young uh, pop star yeah. uh, with uh, clothing that gets torn off yep. at some point. And gyrates. And, and, gi- and then dances a lot. So her, she had a whole lot of dancing, a whole lot of singing, very pop. So, so this is a kind of song. Yeah, you want to think like Beyonce, like with Shakira. that kind of level of dancing, J-Lo, like if you're our age, or, you know, like Madonna or something like that, where the, it's very much about the whole combination of um, her beauty and her dancing uh, and her physique and and decent singing. It's yep. it's. it's the thing to me that I like about Eurovision is that all of the music and the backing vocals and the instruments, unless chosen to otherwise, is all pre-recorded. Yeah, just but the but the primary vocals have to be live. That's right. There's and three there's mics. No auto tune. Yeah, that's right. It's very naked. Yeah. So it, when they're minimal off, effects, it's uh, when they're off. It's really noticeable. And when you're dancing and bouncing around like uh, the Israeli act was, mm-hmm. she did a very good job. She did great. And uh, and the, one of the the voting criteria for the uh, jury is vocal performance. Vocal performance is important. Is, is important. It's yeah. part of this. And so you have to sing well. And so like I know she and then some of the other acts, like last year's one, the slow-mo act, yeah. uh, also was a similar act where it's like pants get ripped off, beautiful woman dancing around. Yeah. And they train ridiculously hard to be able to do that much dancing and yeah. singing. Not easy. Not but these are professional pop acts. They're, yes. She's well-established. This act I checked. She's very well-established in Israel. She's multiple-time pop award-winning pop artist there um, on, on similar sort of um, uh, formats, song contests. Yeah, uh, and things like that she's, in Israel. So she's, she's old hat. Yeah, this is this is a much larger, obvious, a much larger scale because yeah. Israel is a country of ten million people. Maybe I don't, I don't know. That's probably open to debate as who's Israeli and who's not. But <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, this is on a global level, right? And and uh, I watched her semifinal performance with you. And I thought that she did very well. She did. Uh, I think that she sang better in the semifinal than in the final, but she danced better in the final than the semifinal. Yeah. yeah. But and so the, a song like this is going to win or not based on a couple things. One is the song writing itself. Does it have a good hook? Is it catchy? And it did. And it did. So that's very, very important because, again, people are performing at a high level. So it's a lot of the times it's down to the hookiness of the song. Yeah. But also there's a kind of energy that goes into the final performance where like if her dancing is extra good yeah like she did better than she had done before because we've seen her perform you know or her vocals like she really nailed all the notes those things matter so like uh, the audience is reacting to the sure. energy of the performer so it's not just that the song has to be good you also have to bring it as oh a you've got to yeah if you just phone it in you're not going to get anywhere so th- so those two things will determine yeah. the ranking and I've noticed a lot with Eurovision over the years is that if you have if your act includes a hand gesture or a dance step that anybody could do your ch- chances of going up skyrocket yes you know she these, had so this had a little make a unicorn, unicorn single gesture. like it was stupid but it's like brilliant at the same time whoever her choreographer is is like that's what we need they're not going to be able to dance like you because you're a professional dancer you know, you need but they can do this. Well, that, that happens know. so much, especially in the past few years, that, where it seems every to be a act, trend, yeah, yeah, will have either a really stupid sounding hook, yeah, like 
the wolf of banana thing or whatever or cha 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 or the Some, hand washing or the hand, one Serbian from hand. Serbia the and year so before. It's a combination of a, a, an easy thing that everyone can repeat and a gesture that everyone can do in that moment. Yep. So because they want to feel like they're a part of it. Yeah, audience and, participation. And so there's the Polish one this year, which didn't do great, but they also had a dan- the same kind of thing. Okay, yeah, a half naked dancing girl. Nice, really good uh, with a hand gesture. And it just did the song, I guess, didn't appeal to people, yeah. or there was something about her energy. I thought that song was catchier than this song. Oh, I, for I've reason, not heard that song yet. Oh, but, but the, I will this song check was it out. better. I think I, I didn't have a problem with this song. Like, yeah. it's just a pop tune. Yeah, it's good enough. Like, I don't. It's, it's it could have won, and I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I would no. Honestly, I would have been surprised because I think that it was a foregone conclusion that the final, the final two would be the final two. Oh sure, in this lot, but it just yeah. as a Eurovision song, you'd yeah, be it like, could have won any other year, uh, yeah, except exactly. for last year and this year. And a lot of it is based on the charisma of the performer. She, yeah, she's got lots, and she's young, and she's beautiful, and you know, yeah, and, and that's all very helpful. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So that was that was, that was unicorn. unicorn, and so that was my niece's. Uh, she really liked. That oh, did one she as like well. that one? Yeah, yeah, as well as normal. Yeah. I liked it. Well, number two uh, also affirmed some of these things, which was Finland's Cha Cha Cha. Now, that's my which, favorite. Which was, I think, a lot of people's favorites. It was the pub. Okay, it, it got the most public, public vote votes. By a lot. So it would have. Uh, and and uh, Sweden, which is the number one, we'll get yeah. to later, they didn't get any uh, 12 point. They didn't get the highest voting point uh, thing from the public. public no. But but Finland just absolutely got, did, a, got lot. a crap ton. And so. And everyone in the audience was like, people they were knew into the song. song. They really well. That that just goes to show with it, right? Because so this is a Finland always brings something weird, right? Absolutely. And so they've got this guy and like uh like a a, a lime fluorescent green, uh, just sleeve sleeves, shirt, just sleeves, sleeves and, and a shoulders, collar, bare chested, bare chested, like, and not in and not a fit guy. Not, well, that's not, the thing, well, not like, like super fit. Like a lot of these, like the, the women we're talking about, are like perfect looking, right? Yeah. And sometimes you'll get an imperfect looking singer, and that it's, you don't have to be perfect looking to win. No. But a lot of the guys are like models. But this guy just looked like a random dude you he see at like a, a guy rave. that goes to the gym twice a week. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe he just doesn't have a sedentary job. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he, you know, he's not the world's most like Adonis attractive no. man. He has a weird haircut. Haircut's you know, weird. He's singing in Finnish. He's singing in Finnish. So no one can understand it. Now, understand anything that he says, which is unless you speak Finnish, exactly. Which is bold. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes you can sing in French or Spanish, and enough people speak it, so they're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But poor Finnish. But, but the song basically had a six-note hook, which was cha 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 cha. Like he sings cha rhythmically, or and there's a bridge to the song that he sings da 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 with cha cha cha, right? Yeah, and so anybody can like grab onto that. And when you watch the, it's it's a it's the one performance I would say from this year that if you were to go and just watch one Eurovision song, you'd want to watch the Finland Cha 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 song, yeah, just to get the energy of it well, again, because the energy was incredible. The performance from this guy and his backup dancers was great. The staging yeah. of it, his literal energy levels, his enthusiasm, yeah. was enough to carry the fact that he, nobody could understand a goddamn word he was saying or, or that, and not to be mean to the guy, he's not a singer. Like, no, he wasn't. Like, he's not a good singer. He doesn't have a nice voice. It's but it's 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 about that energy and it's about like the forcefulness, like everything that tied into the performance. But at the same time, nobody was expecting this guy. Okay, this guy's busts out of a crate mm-hmm. and and like he's kind of like in like a kind of like raspy sort of like almost like aggressive voice thing, and then it's like cha 
he looks like a lunatic. Yeah. 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 He looks like a madman. And it's like that rhythmic cha, 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 cha part of the song. The audience like was lockstep with him. Oh, yeah. The they knew, they all was, knew the they, song. They, they all loved the song. Yeah. It was a great, it was a great song, a great performance. Uh, but like when you have something like where like the bar is very low in terms of how you, the, the difficulty to perform that song, mm-hmm. right? I think that that's why it did not win was because the song didn't have much, uh, the level of difficulty was very low. It's like diving, you know? It's like a straight dive down. Yeah, like eh, you could have thrown anybody from Finland up there to do that. You're not wrong. Because again, it got a lot of popular vote, but it fell, it did not it get didn't very win many because it didn't get the, the jury. jury. Votes. And the jury is voting on like vocal performance. That's one of them. And his vocal performance is average it's, or not he's, good he's just shouting yeah or you know. and like staging and all the other stuff and so like yeah they didn't give him a lot of points because like you're saying there wasn't a high bar no and and especially because like if you look at like a lot of the other things uh, like the other songs that were you know that i saw like that were far more musically interesting mm-hmm. right because the song this song is very interesting it's catchy but it's not it, good but music. it's not musically interesting <laughs> no you're right right so there's a diff- there's a distinction that needs to be made there in a song contest right that's right so uh i appreciate that they didn't win despite the fact cuz i find like that helps to legitimize the song contest a little bit so cuz a better song mm-hmm. won and a better singer won but Everybody being like Finland got robbed. I'm just like, yeah, it sure, makes sense. Sure, yeah. I loved it too. I was just like, you know, if you if you just let go of that, mm-hmm. you know, as a fan, then this makes sense. Then this yeah. then this makes sense to be the winner. But at the same time, it is a song contest. There's something to win, so you know, it makes it difficult, and that's why you have like two styles of voting. Exactly. You know, and uh, even though the voting. Is it's still quite political. It's still bizarre and makes, I know. it makes no sense. Like the first Eurovision that I went to is like, okay, they're gonna start voting now. I was like, oh, cool. And I looked at my watch. I was like, okay, we're gonna be out of here in like twenty minutes. Like, no, no, this takes two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, wait, what? It's like I'm gonna get another drink. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, know? you are. Yeah. Like, I guess you know. And, shit. and we didn't mention, but a lot of the a lot of the voting is politically. It is based, political, right? Yeah. You have blocks of countries. I I remember I was sitting down here with someone who was new to Eurovision, and I'm like, oh. The, and I kept just shouting out who oh, they're going to give their Estonia most points to. Estonia voted for Lithuania. Yeah, or Latvia. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, they're going to they're going to give their points to Sweden. They're going to give it to Italy or whatever. Yeah. Like San Marino came up. I'm like, oh, they're going to give their points to Italy. And this guy's like, how do you know? I'm like, it's like geography, man. It's geography, like, baby. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, a lot of that does happen. But it nonetheless, does. things rise to the. It's not always the same countries winning. Things do come no. to the top. Well, and that and I think. Which I guess brings us to the winner this year, which was Sweden. 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 So <laughs> this was interesting because um, Lauren from Sweden, I think, I don't know, you speak Swedish, so I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. I think it's not a Swedish name, Lorena. No. <laughs> <laughs> from Sweden, yeah. Uh, so she won with her song Tattoo, and mm. this is her second win of Eurovision. Which is crazy. She won 11 years ago. With Euphoria. With a song called Euphoria. Which, which was very catchy. I can sing it now. Yeah. Still. Like, I oh, still wow, know yeah. the hook. Yeah. Right? And so that was quite a clear, catchy song. Yeah. This year, Tattoo, I have no idea what it sounds like. I cannot <laughs> sing it. I don't know. It's not as catchy. It's in my head right now, vaguely kind of floating around in there. It's But this Sweden, I think, has a leg up in a lot of these competitions. Mm-hmm. Because... 
most people may not realize this uh, in in the Western music culture of pop music, but there, like, we think about like oh, like Nashville, yeah, as this American or or you know Broadway, you yeah, know, like where the, the Brill Building where from. songs come from. But it's not been those cities, those Tin Pan Alleys, that are producing all of the big pop music hits. No, it's They're coming out of Stockholm. Stockholm. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, right. Max Martin and and all of his brethren and the people who um, are part of his sort of sphere of influence. Um, are writing a lot of these songs. So they're going to hold on to the good songs that they know would do well in Eurovision so that it's like, okay, this song is not for the Billboard charts. This song, this, is, this song is for Eurovision. We're going to find the right person for this song. We're going to give them this song, and, and they're going to compete. They will, like, I don't know, has Sweden ever not made it to the finals? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like they are pretty much always there. I can look it up, but... If they uh, haven't, it would be pretty it would rare. Be, it would be probably well before this generation of songwriters. And for those who, who are not familiar with Max Martin, Max Martin is a Swedish songwriter. We've this, talked about him before, uh, I think, on the podcast. I think a while ago on the podcast. But Max Martin has as many number one hits. He's got one or two less number one hits than Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Like, he is number three of number one hits yeah, he's world, a, globally. Yeah. Like, in the history of charting music. And most people, like... Co-wrote, co-wrote or wrote, you know, and that includes a lot of songs that we still hear today. Taylor Swift songs, Katy Perry songs, Beyonce songs, songs, you know, uh, down the list. Like he has broken down pop songwriting literally to a formula, to a science, like a method. And his, you know, his, it's ubiquitous. It's what pop songs it's, sound like today. It, yeah, I, I is the Max Martin sound. I can't write like him, but I use, I, I use his time i'm trying to make mm-hmm. music. like what is important to him like where does the chorus go what where does, does the like chorus that? go how long is the chorus do i do a pre-chorus yeah what am i going to put here in the middle of the song how do i wrap it all up you know how do i come out of the chorus into the end all this stuff he's really crafted which you know i really like that he's taken songwriting not and mastered the craft of it because instead of trying to be like purely artistic all the time He's elevated the general, I think, the general pop music songwriting that went in the toilet in the two thousand, like yeah. early two thousands. Yeah, it's, he's know. done a lot, and and like you're saying, these the guys because I was just looking up the writers of this song, uh, they're not disciples, direct disciples or whatever, but these are all professional songwriters who write for this song contest. Yeah, and they've written so many songs for it. They like this is their job. Yeah. to come up with songs that might win this song contest. Yeah. Like, and they're good at it. Yeah. So they're not, you'll have a lot of the artists on stage who are also the songwriters, and sometimes they, they produce, get some credit too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they'll do a good job. But like these, Sweden has got just this army of songwriters of great ready songwriters. to turn out stuff for this contest. Yeah. So that was, that yeah. was what, uh, this is another one. Put another one under their on notch on the headboard. Yeah. They've done it again. They, yeah. Sweden is just, killing it when it comes to songwriting yeah. and even if you look at all the other acts like moldova or lithuania or wherever blah 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 you'll find a swedish name in there somewhere yeah oftentimes yeah, yeah. i like the song i think that the song was uh, the best parts about the song uh, to me were it was very well structured which makes sense there's an introduction it builds into sort of a dancing beat the second verse has more energy than the, than the first verse there's pre-choruses it's got a memorable hook to it 
And it, it comes to a very concise three minute long song that ends. She sang it well. She was a little bit shouty at the final. Yep. Um, but like I had said at the semifinal, it's like, man, like this is washed in reverb because she has one of these rinky dinky little small headset microphones That's... that like don't sound very good. Yeah. But if you wash it in reverb, it's just going to be very ASMR ish. And and it will <laughs> then kind of gets blend in a little bit better, but definitely in the final she had her energy up and yeah. she was a little bit shouty at some points. A little shouty. It, it to was, me is. I mean, she's a very competent singer. She's also been at this for a she's long. She's a well established Swedish pop. So star. So she's not going to yeah. drop the ball. No, she's just going to have a slightly better or worse night. That's but right. This and is a good night. Really long fingernails. Uh, it was creepy. Yeah. Well, the, I was looking at this other. There's three songwriters on this, all powerhouse Eurovision writers. Oh, One yeah. of them is. Thomas, what's his name? Gustafsson. And he's written 99 songs for the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> that's his claim to fame. Uh, so wow. It's for a ton of different countries. So that's age 55. Yeah. So it's just amazing. Yeah. So Very prolific. So she was going to get a song from her people that was going to be a good song. Leg Taylor up, written yeah. to her voice. Yeah. Uh, and of course it was going to do well. Yeah. No, she. it, it, it was very well crafted. You know, um, yeah, I I mean, I looked at the odds uh, Saturday morning when I woke up. I checked the Vegas odds, so to speak. And she was by far and away the favorite to win. Uh, and Finland was a, a rather distant second, I believe. Well, it's interesting because the bookies for the, both the semifinals and for the finals, they nailed it. So I always think of like, oh, I think I understand who's going to win and who's not. And I'm usually wrong. Yeah. Like, I usually don't get it. But they know something. And I wonder how the bookies do it. I really am yeah. wondering how they... Because, like, I would not have said this is definitely going to win. I would have said, we've seen her before. People are sick of her. It's a ballad. I don't think we want a ballad this time around. Her staging is kind of boring. She sits under yeah, this she's, box. She's lying underneath a box. So, so for me, I'd be like, nah, maybe top ten, I would have said. Really? Yeah, and yet, boom, it's number one. And that's what they thought, and everyone was right. And so I'm like, what am I missing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, when I saw the semifinal, uh, uh, your wife said to me that she had won before, like, 11 years ago or something like that, with a really big hit. Like, that was a really Yeah, I was just thinking, Euphoria, also yeah. written, the, those two guys I just looked up, oh, really? also wrote this song. Wrote that. So they won, a, they won <laughs> so it twice. So it was a ringer. It was, it was a ringer. 100% a ringer. That's so crazy. So that makes sense. I think that, that history comes and does play a part in it, because they're like, oh, we do. She's won it before. It must mean that she can win it again. It's bound to, like, like if you're going to you know, have like, uh, you know, the New England Patriots against some other team in the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. you're going to probably put your money on the Patriots because they just keep winning. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, so I I guess I was, I, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't disappointed. I think that Finland, the spectacle of Finland was stronger. Um, and Latvia was snubbed. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think the spectacle of Finland was stronger. And I thought, D you're not wrong. The song wasn't as good. There was a vocal performance problem. Uh, so it makes sense that it didn't win. But the amount of love for the song was yeah. high enough that I thought they might. I, th I thought they could have pulled it off. Yeah, for sure. So, hey, that's the, th those, those are the top three. 
What else did you like? Uh, well, I mean, I think we need to mention the Croatian song. Oh, my goodness. Just because the Croatian song is such a typical Eurovision song yeah. in that it was insane, right? The, the cost, like, for those of you listening, uh, just have a look for Croatia 2023, the live performance, not the recorded video. Wash your eyeballs after. Uh, yeah, it's because it's just what is even happening? People are dressed like Stalin and or Hitler, maybe. There's a guy carrying two rockets that are like yep. shooting jizz out the ends. <laughs> like uh, they were, they stripped down <laughs> to their underwear at some point. The yep. song is not These even. These are a, old men. Old men. Yeah. The song is not even a song. I don't. It's just a remember bunch of. Remember the song at all. It's a bunch of sounds that they're making. <laughs> but like it is, it is a spectacle. And it is confusing, and it seems it's very to, confusing. And it seems to be a message, and it's probably an anti-Russia or anti-Putin message, but it's weird, and uh, it is everything very bizarre. Yeah, it is everything that hap- This always happens in Eurovision. You get yeah. a ton of these weird songs, and they usually do not win, but sometimes mm. people are just are like, "This is hilarious," and they'll vote it halfway up the charts. This one did not get very far because people were not in the mood for this. I don't think for this that year. nonsense. But it, it is was a, nonsense. But it is just think about. The, the difference between Eurovision and other song contests and realize that oh, yeah. <laughs> the difference is that Eurovision can have a song like this and no other singing contest in the world could possibly. Yeah, novelty song, right? This is a novelty song. Oh, yes. This is a twenty. This is a 21st century novelty song. How much is that doggy in the window? Arf, 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 arf. <laughs> it's true. It's like true. 100 years later. That, that's still happening, which I think is fun and cute. But in this regard, I remember watching it and your sister-in-law just looked at me as like, if I could take a photo of Jake's face right now. I know, you were just Because like, I was just gobsmacked by like what was happening. Like I had many questions. There's and so then many. I decided to just let it go. Yeah. Was there any other super bizarre ones? I think this was, that one was the most. I mean, that was just so bizarre. Finland was, the I think, bizarre, but not. It was very bizarre, yes, it was. It, it was bizarre, but not in the same kind of. But there was something memorable about it that went along with it, other than just five old middle-aged men taking their clothes off correct and i was like before i was like oh croatia i really want to go to croatia it looks like such a and now you don't want to and now i'm terrified of going there (laughs) croatia's great and those guys (laughs) won't be there man okay thank you they won't be there all right Uh, i'd like to go hang out in dubrovnik for like a weekend like there were there were other weird songs but mostly they were just weird in that you know, there's some heavy metal guy with his leg hanging out, or like oh, the, the German the 80s act one. was weird. German act was weird, but not weird, weird, weird. It's... It was just kind of like techno metal, or I don't even know what you would call it. He had like strange spiky shoulder pads. Just... He was bizarre. I liked it. Like, it's yeah, Germany. It's Germany was weird, and that got hammered. They got the Did lowest it? number of Aww. points. They got like. They keep getting creamed, dude. Someone was asking me, like, what's wrong with Germany? Why are they not getting points? And I'm like, the war. <laughs> I'm like, which isn't... People aren't over it yet. Well, but there are, like, the UK sometimes will win. Germany will sometimes win. But, like, a lot of the time, if you're looking in the bottom five, you're going to find the UK and Germany. And yeah. that, some of that has to do with European politics. The UK because of Brexit or yeah. Germany because people still do have a problem with Germany. Yeah. I think from the past. So I, I think that might be part of it. But also the reason is those countries, the ones that always are in the contest, they don't have to go through the semifinals. Right, they, they get, get a free pass. Three free pass. Yeah. Are the UK, Germany, Spain, uh, France, France Italy, right? Italy. Is Italy? Yeah. I think Italy goes through automatically. No, maybe. Yeah. And then, um, yep. And then, then, then the winner of last year. But people don't like that. No. I think. So I think if Germany comes in 
and there's something about it people don't like, they will extra hate on them, either yeah. because of weird zero votes. Yeah, either I, I've seen those vote. both those countries get shut out, not a single vote. Yeah, which is it only really happens to them. Nobody's gonna give zero points to like Azerbaijan or something because they're not really a country. <laughs> they are a country. <laughs> But you know, Sorry, I mean? I'm just so joking. yeah, so poor Germany got hammered again this year. And unjust, I thought there was that song was perfectly interesting, and those guys were perfectly nice guys. They got smoked, and they got absolutely smoked. Yeah, and I don't know why. There's no reason. Somebody's got to come in last place. I know, but there's no. There were so many other acts I would have put in last ahead yeah. of them. Croatia, for example. Ha! <laughs> yeah, but and in the UK, there were some other very non-memorable things. Like I didn't hear the UK act. Because uh, that was on the semifinal that I missed. Yeah, and that uh, was just people. It was perfectly fine, but people but hated on that too. Memorable. I mean, I think that if you're going to get a free ride in, I think that people would ex- then therefore expect something extraordinary. Well, that's that's what I think is is what people are responding to. They're yeah. like, "Oh, you just got a free pass, so you better really you wow us, really or you can it. just." Suck and, it. and the UK did that last year. They were that, that was space, a good act. The Spaceman one. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's either, it's either or with them. It's hot and cold. Either yeah. like people really love it, yeah. or they're just like, forget it. We yeah. hate you. You get nothing. And didn't France also do really well? Not not last this year. year. Not maybe this yes. Year. Last year I think they no. Had last that. year they got smoked because it was. Uh, that song in Britain and not in French. Oh right! But there was another one where they finished like second or something that we that I watched with you guys. Yeah, I don't recall the the Edith Piaf sort of one. Yes, yes, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Or is this way? This was another French song. It was pretty good, I thought. The French Canadian, no less. Oh yes, uh, yes, a I former. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it got smoked as well. Oh well. And I again, it's kind of unjustly. So I think there's still something about these countries that get in yeah, automatically yeah. that annoys people. Maybe they're just not ready for that Canadian heat yet. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you loved the Latvian uh, one? Latvia was the rock song on the first Tuesday that was in 11. I don't even that remember. That had the 5-4 cor- bri- oh, verses. Oh, that's why you liked bri- it. Yeah, it was, man, come on. As soon as the weird rhythm as came on, I'm like, Jake. Yeah, it was like, Jake. <laughs> what's going on here? This is like on? some, he's like, it's in five. And then he turned into like some robot professor. He's like, it's in five, four, now, now, blah, blah, blah. Said, <laughs> And I'm like, uh-oh, something's gone on, something weird. And I'm I'm, like, I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, oh, this is never going to win. Nobody <laughs> likes, no, no, everyone wants, wants four on think. the floor. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to think. No. They're like, one, two, three, four, five, one. Ah! No, yeah. <laughs> But I can understand why you liked it because of the music side. Yes, yeah. My inner my inner musical critique was just like, oh, yes, yes. Jake wants more. Jake yeah, wants, wants more odd time signatures. Yeah, give me all but the it's odd time rare. signatures. <laughs> it really is rare for something that is musically complicated in any way yeah. to to get through with this. And People that, don't and want that. That makes sense. There's a lot of descending inverted bass lines and stuff like that that happen. Uh, but those are like very formulaic chord progressions, and there's nothing at all wrong with the formulaic chord progression because that's what we all—that's music is listen to. You know, we listen to tonal music, like music that is in a key. Yeah, the chords move in a logical order. So when things go bizarre, like a lot of times, people's ears go like, "Okay, I don't like, I'm not following this." Yes, like too much work. Yeah, too much work. It's uh, and. And they're singing in Croatian, and uh, you now, they're, be... now they're naked. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you got to make it easy on people. That's right. This mic stand is it's falling down for me. That's okay. We're... There's nothing really more to say. What, what about you? That's it. I think that's it. I would say for people who are interested in Eurovision who don't know what we're talking about, just go ahead and start Googling Eurovision uh, and make sure to look at the live 
final acts or the semifinals. Yeah. So don't look at the official music video. It's never as interesting. No, no, never watch the music video. And listen, yeah, because in the finals, you also get to hear them sing live, which is yep. important as well. There, there are on YouTube, like, uh, like a lot of great sort of compilations yes. of the night, like the highlights. Highlights or and, fails and, or and worst fails. of. Yeah, and people, YouTubers, people with YouTube channels and, and iMovie like to make their own sort of mock-up. Yeah. And uh, it's usually quite entertaining to watch. Always entertaining. Um, and uh, But even w- instead of, like, watching the three-hour finale or whatever it is, five hours, I guess, um, three hours of voting. It, yeah, <laughs> it's four hours. It's like two hours of contest, yeah. two hours of yeah. voting. Um, you get an idea. At least then you get an idea. And then next May, when it happens again. Watch it live. Find friends. With friends. That's correct. They don't need to know. They, they don't need to be indoctrinated into the culture of Eurovision just but you really don't want to miss it you don't want to watch it alone it's like a horror movie it's better with friends exactly it's like sex yeah (laughs) still okay but better with friends better better with a friend yeah all right I guess that's it then that's our official 2023 Eurovision wrap up yes that's it and uh, we'll see you next time on the podcast you see you next year yeah for well for Eurovision yeah well yeah also next week for the podcast yeah okay bye all right Why Are People Listening to This is brought to you by the Black Box Collective and Outside the Lines Press. And it's produced by me, Jake Hanlon, and my friend, Justin Gregg. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. 